Hello, uh, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. Uh, today, my guest is Sabina Grossa, an Alexander Technique teacher in Dusseldorf, Germany. Um, she, in addition to being an Alexander teacher, she has a Master of Business Administration, and she's also a health job coach. Before she came to the Alexander Technique, she worked for many years in the IT industry, and now she is self-employed as a trainer and coach in uh, workplace health management. And her main areas are working with the Alexander Technique and stress management and ergonomics in offices. And she also teaches people how to better present themselves in interviews and find their own way of self-presentation. And we're going to talk today about the application of the Alexander Technique in, uh, in offices. Um, uh, sorry, guys. Sabina, could you, uh, welcome to the show. Hello, Robert. Thanks for inviting me. Well, it's good talking to you. Um, could you begin to just tell our, give our listeners a very short definition or description of the Alexander Technique? Of course I can. Um, the Alexander Technique, how I teach it, is always the study of thinking in relation to moving. So both aspects are very important. And what does that mean? That we are able to observe our thoughts and be aware how they affect our moving. And on the other hand, we also can observe our moving patterns and unlearn bad habits that lead to tension and diseases in our system. Yeah, so another way of saying that might be it's about self-awareness and learning how to do constructive thinking. Right. <laughs> yeah, to use a little bit of Alexander uh, jargon there. Um, you know, the... the you, I'm, I'm sure it's true in Germany as well as here that most, uh, an awful lot of students of the technique are working, you know, are musicians or dancers or singers. And um, I wonder how it came to be that you are working um, in companies and corporations. Yeah, as you said in the introduction, Robert, my history of working has been in the industry. So I'm very familiar with the problems of the people, the language of the people there, and also with the, with the processes in the companies. So for me, it was, was uh, very obvious that the Alexander Technique anyway is a meta method, so the, you can use it on every activity, doing everything in your life, what you're just doing. So I chose my familiar place, companies, mm -hmm. because it's easy for me to get into it. I have my own business on the one hand. On, on the other hand, I know that there is a big need. Mm -hmm. And when you uh, when you're hired to work in a corporate environment, could you 
could you describe a little bit about exactly how you get things set up there to work with work with the people? Do you work with them individually? Do you work in small groups? How do you do that? I do both, to be honest. So what I do is I give trainings, and then I have uh, up to 12 people normally in a training. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I do not only work with the Alexander technique, but the main topic is, for example, stress management or resilience or ergonomics. Mm -hmm. And then I use the principles of the Alexander technique and I also offer practical work to people. What is missing, unfortunately, is that if the training is finished, there is no process following in, in some companies. And I really would like to change something here that we also can work more in the process. So when you work in a company, are you just there for one day, that sort of thing? Or how does, how does it work? Um, it's normally two or three days. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have a follow-up day so that people can um, deepen their knowledge, mm -hmm. which is also not enough to work real Alexander in a process. But this is what I try to bring in place more and more, that I do a workshop, introduction workshop, and then those employees that are interested in the technique um, can register for short follow-up courses which go over five or ten weeks. Oh, okay. So people, they do have the option of further study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, I assume that the employees aren't, are not paying for this, right? Right. So do you find that they are, how do you find the general level of receptivity to the work? Uh, once again, please. Oh, how, how, do, how do you find, is, are you well received by the employees? I mean, are they happy to see you? And, um, you know, given, yes. given that they're not paying for this, it just sort of arrives at their workplace. Are, are they are they enthusiastic about it in general, or how, how do they react to you? Many of them are enthusiastic, to mm -hmm. be honest, not all, of course. Right. And uh, therefore, it's very good if you have an introduction workshop. Mm -hmm. And then after this, people that are willing to change themselves and are willing to take um, the responsibility for themselves they go on and people that are thinking ah the system has to change no my boss is, is guilty and doing everything wrong and um, it's not my fault and I don't take the responsibility of my stress it's the world around me um, they are not the ones that are coming to the follow-up workshops Right, or, or right. ours. Yeah. I yeah, I could imagine there's quite a range of reactions to someone like you showing up. I mean, there must be some people who think just how crazy is this, right? <laughs> <laughs> um so when is it the case that in Germany 
um, people like people in the HR department or people who are sort of in charge of offices, do they do they generally know about the Alexander technique ahead of time, or do you? How do you how do you get that? How do you educate them about what it is you you'd like to do? So generally, the HR department people don't know about the Alexander technique. Mm-hmm. But in the early past, I really had some um, companies coming to me. They found me in the internet, like McKinsey or a company in Berlin, mm-hmm. and they were contacting me, especially because of the Alexander Technique announced on my webpage. So that was very interesting. It's getting more popular, but it's still not enough. So what I do is, is obviously, um, I go, if I have the contact, I go to offer them a little, um, try it yourself. I come and I show it what I do so that you can value if it's worth to do it for your employees and this doesn't cost anything for you i just come and give you a lesson and if it's helpful for you we can think about how to do it for your employees and how does that generally go um that goes that i have an appointment with the hr person and two or three more people that are deciding about seminars, workshops, and so on in the company. And uh, then, yeah, I work with them in a, in a small group or individually, like I would work with the, with the employee. Most of the times I offer them a little introduction. What is the definition of the Alexander technique? Why is it so important? And then I work with them hands-on sessions so that they have the experience and the insights um, from their own body. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they like it, the chance is very high that, uh, yeah, that they want to try it because it's something new and they are always interested to offer something new in their, in their program for the employees. Right. And now you mentioned that you have a website which I assume is mostly devoted to the general topic of working with stress management and the like. Um, So that's obviously one way that you market yourself. What else do you do to to get people to know about you? Um, What I often do is uh, I help speeches or talks. So next Saturday, for example, I have a talk in front of an audience of four to five hundred women, wow. which is uh, close to Frankfurt. Yeah. And of course, I will mention the Alexander Technique and uh, hope that there are yeah, under the audience people that are enthusiastic about it and uh, come to book me afterwards. So the talk, uh, I assume that the topic of the talk is something like stress management or ergonomics, is that right? Uh, Most of the times, yes, but it's also um, body language. Uh Uh, Next Saturday, my subject is inner and outer posture and attitude. 
So um, how to be successful um, with using your inner attitude and your, your posture. It's right. not the same word in, in right. German, so I have to, to translate it a little bit differently. Sure, but I mean, you're, you're approaching, it sounds like the way you're approaching Alexander Technique marketing is to start with terms that people are already familiar with. Right, concepts. very important yeah. that you don't market a method, you market a subject or a topic which is interesting mm -hmm. for your target group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just following up on that, um, looking more broadly at the Alexander Technique and how it's marketed, what would you like to see changed? What... I would like to see changed is one hand I only can can uh, speak for Germany because uh, in the other countries it might be slightly different in Germany the Alexander technique is not well known in the in the big market mm -hmm. so what we need is really more support like for example Feldenkrais is, is known if you talk to people mm -hmm. and Alexander Technique isn't yeah. so what we really need is more articles in, in magazines we need um, people like me talking in front of, of audiences and um, telling people what the Alexander Technique can do and uh, the internet to to have more um, visibility for the for the method on the one hand on on the other hand i think as many alexander technique teachers only do it part-time besides their normal jobs mm -hmm. then it's really good if they combine it with their with their main expertism uh, yeah expertise yeah. expertise expertise yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. and uh, then go in their target markets and make it more popular mm -hmm. yeah i mean just in general uh, i i would agree, i would really agree with you that the a secret to marketing the technique is a, is a slightly indirect approach of talking about something that people do know about and the technique can then help with or working with people you already know from a, from one context and maybe bringing the technique to the, to them based on that personal connection yeah or professional connection i guess yeah uh, i can I, I know there's a for example there's a teacher in england who works as a radiographer Mm -hmm. And she she works a lot with other people in that same field. Yeah. Alexander, it makes perfect sense because she can speak their language, and you know she already has a certain credibility in their eyes. Yeah. So yeah. What? Um, how do you how do you think Alexander teachers? Um, who are listening to this and and would like to do the kind of thing you're doing 
but perhaps don't have the background that you do in in the world of business and technology what would you suggest how how would you suggest they begin uh working to get themselves involved in that in that area mm, the first thing I would do is really to position myself and my offer and I would use a coach for it mm -hmm. so I do it with with uh, people too mm -hmm. that I really help them to find out what's the value I offer what's the result for the customer that I want to address and then go out and look for these customers and uh, yeah the help of a coach who we are talking in the Alexander technique about about the blind spot that we can't see ourselves mm -hmm. and somebody from the outside really can see what we are good in what is our strength and who should be our target group Mm -hmm. And then it's really the most important thing to position right into this target group. Whatever it is, it might be bigger companies, it might be um, small and medium businesses, it might, might be maybe um, hospitals and people that are working in the, in the care area because they often need help because they have to to carry people and help them to get out of the wheelchair or into the wheelchair right. or however right. so look what is your um, vision which people do you want to help right and then do your positioning right and um, do you are you that kind of a coach? Yes, for, I do. Potentially mm -hmm. for other Alexander teachers? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. well, I'll definitely want to put a link to your website by the interview so that if a teacher is listening to this, they can uh, they can contact you. Um, Great idea. <laughs> is, is there anything that we have not touched on that you would like to mention before we come to the end? Mm. Yeah, one, one little thing that is uh, very important in terms of uh, earning money and salary, which is not unimportant, I would think. No. <laughs> um, if you position yourself in the area around yoga and and pilates and other things that are very very helpful but not so well paid it's different than if you position yourself in the coaching area where yeah especially um, companies or people that have more more money have mm -hmm different um, thinking about what does one hour cost yes absolutely so we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't uh, ask 
Um, so less rates because the work is so valuable and helpful and it's more than just uh, a group work it's very individual even if you work in groups mm -hmm. because you address the individual body and the individual thinking of the person you are working with and that is, is uh, very special I would say yes absolutely definitely well um, I think this might be a good place to bring our conversation to to a close my guest today has been Sabina Grossa, an Alexander Technique teacher in Dusseldorf, Germany. Uh, I will put a link to her site by the interview, and I'll also put a link to a site that will give you more general information about the Alexander Technique and will enable you to locate a teacher in your area. Sabina, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks very much, Robert. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.